Hey, welcome to yet another brand new episode of Happy Hamstrings. This is your host, Julie Brown, trying to bring you the most. I want to be the hostess with the mostest. I'm just working on it. Every episode of this show is pretty much just raw, unfiltered me being honest with just what's happening in my life and in my uh, attempting to be the best fitness instructor in all of the land. Of course, there's a lot of competition out there in the fitness industry, and I'm just trying to move past the fact that I am 45 years old and continue to move a little bit more every day. And the purpose of this podcast is to keep up with what's happening in teaching fitness and to keep you all posted on things that I learn and just updates in what's happening in my life. Thank you so much, first of all, for listening to this podcast, and I do appreciate you being here with me as I share this journey with you. Today is February the 16th. It is about four in the evening. Uh, Yesterday's episode, I was talking about my uh, grandmother's birthday party had been moved to today. And then late last night, my sister texted me. The days got mixed up. Now, maybe that's what, I mean, that's probably what happened. Since my mother (laughs) miscommunicated and she's kind of been um, making like stories her whole life. (laughs) I'm trying not to build the story in my head that uh, one of the the first things that came to mind was what if there was just a limited number of visitors and they decided to only invite out-of-town guests because there were out-of-town guests. I thought we couldn't even get inside. And then all of a sudden, my cousin was sending me pictures like she was inside. And I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not like fussed about it. But the thing is, my mother always has kind of like made up stories instead of telling the truth in some, in some, not all, circumstances. And so the first thing I thought was, what if there was just a limited number and they just decided to tell me they mixed it up? Just on purpose, like an on purpose thing. Um, That's probably just me coming up with a story because if you've been following this podcast, you know that sometimes my mother just gets like very, very confused. Even just having conversations with me when I was masked and I had lost some weight. There's been a couple of times where she didn't even know who I was and I'm her daughter. She just gets really confused. So that's probably actually what happened. She just got the days mixed up, uh, thinking they were doing the party at the retirement um, apartment like the day after her birthday instead of on her actual birthday. Now, I didn't go down there today. I'm going to either drop by there tomorrow or probably Friday. Um, I I didn't go by there yesterday. I guess the thing is I just, I'm going to give myself some space in between days when I'm interacting with, like, not like I'm having large, large classes, but I've been keeping up with the numbers, and I do interact and teach somewhere around, you know, 20, 30 people a week, and so I'm not in direct contact with them. However, I am around all these people, and I would be just mortified if, if, God forbid, I went to visit the retirement home, and then I found out, like, one of my um, coworkers slash students slash somebody I've been working with as a client, what if they tell me or posted on social that all of a sudden that they tested positive for COVID or the flu? 
And if I had been in the room with them and then go in the room with the retirement home, oh, I would, even if nothing actually came of it, I would be like not well mentally. So I'm just like giving myself some space. I'm going to maybe give a few days uh, in between. And also my grandmother, when I go, she gets very confused. Uh, she's probably feeling confused after the party uh, because she she's at the age 101 where she's better when she's in a routine. And my sister said that she just about recommends that we avoid anything that changes her pattern, her daily routine. I don't know what to do other than just try to call her when I can. Um, yeah, because it, when I go down there, she's going to call my mom maybe several times and ask if, like, she was there. Or if I take something down there, she's going to be, like, really confused. Like, where did this, where did this come from? It's just that I even consider putting my um, name on a shirt. I don't have any shirts with my name on it. But then that way, just sitting in a visitation with her, like, instead of her wondering, like, halfway through the conversation, if she started feeling confusion, um, then my name would be on my shirt. I considered that, too, for my next visit. I don't know. It's just, she's been through a lot uh, in 101 years, and I don't know. I'm just so amazed by how she just keeps her attitude right and everything, all throughout everything she's been through. Um, yeah, definitely going to spend time with her. I just, I'm just not going to do it today. Like I said, I've been around a lot of people lately and maybe I'm just a little, I'm not saying that I want to isolate myself, but give myself time between being around large groups at the college versus, um, having a couple of days away from everybody and then making sure I feel fine. Of course, it could be this, this whole thing, it's got me activated. It could be that it takes days to show symptoms, but I feel like, you know, knock on wood, I'm knocking on my head. I've really dodged, uh, I dodged the bullet and it really, um, it almost like, I'm, I'm such a like, I'm such a like weirdo. I'm almost like with survivor's guilt, if you know what I mean, like, I don't know if anybody else has been mentally affected in that way with the pandemic, but it's like um, being with good health all this time makes me just, I really wish I could just like spread the good health. Like if there was just a way to take a magic wand and just wave it over the world and spread good health. Cause that's essentially, that's what my whole uh, job business is geared towards is spreading good health and the best way I can do that is to try my best to keep my mental health stable, which also means I've given myself lots of space between um, situations, like certain situations, certain thought processes. I was listening actually to a recording of uh, Thich Nhat Hanh, which I've talked about him a lot, and he died at 95 recently. But one of the things he talks about is he compares, I can't remember how he said it verbatim, but he compared like our mind to a house with lots and lots of windows and doors. And sometimes the reason it's hard to sit still or to ha think about everything that we have to think about, he said, it's like if you have a house with lots of windows and doors, it's like if you let all the wind in, if you open up all the windows and all the doors, the wind will come in and just knock everything down and, you know, then you'll have no stability. 
He says, sometimes we close off a lot of these windows and doors, he said, but then it's like you don't even look out these windows. You forget you've even got these windows and doors. And when you sit in stillness and you sit in meditation, the idea is to find equanimity. In other words, there's like a lot going on up there. I'm actually going to listen to that recording again later. Uh, when I searched Thich Nhat Hanh, I think it was the first YouTube interview that came up, at least for me. So I'm going to watch that again uh, when I'm not on my way to work so I can actually enjoy the, enjoy the interview in its entirety. Unfortunately, the audio was not great on that. Um, anyway, just a lot going on for me. And one of the things with my many windows and doors is I've always kind of been activated with fear of germs and the pandemic kind of heightened that a lot. So I feel like every time I've gone to teach a class that I've been really brave. You know what I mean? Like really, really brave to just, um, it's almost like, would you be willing to risk your life to teach yoga? And I'm like, even though I'm vaccinated, I'm like, absolutely would still go out there and try to promote good health um, as much as I can in every way I can because I also am a firm believer that they've proven this. Exercise, the more you exercise, you can boost your immune system. You have it in your power to boost your immune system with exercise. And I definitely am not an anti-vaxxer. What I am against is people who lack compassion and lack the ability to hear everybody out and there just doesn't need to be more division amongst us no matter how you look at it we've just got enough division as it is um so i'm just as i said i'm trying to use yoga to not build up stories in my head about anything about um what i'm hearing on the news about what i'm hearing from people who uh, come to class if if they're um, if they're worried about something that they saw in the news. I try not to like go into a place where I feel disturbed. I just try to find some so- sort or some sense of balance, whatever that means for me in that day in that moment. And what I've learned from my three hundred hour school and my two hundred hour school both is the most important thing you can do for somebody is to just hear them out. It doesn't really, um, it doesn't matter if in the end, if you still both have a different opinion. It's just important that we learn to listen to each other and have a little bit of compassion. Um, but that's what that's what I'm saying. That video with the Thich Nhat Hanh, he says with all these windows and doors, we forget from our mind we come out, we can't drop out of the thinking mind enough to really listen like you're still on your to-do list while someone's trying to tell you how they feel or we just can't look at something and see it for what it is like we drop out of the thinking mind with yoga and we come into a place where we can be perceptive and say i hear you and i understand why you feel that way like actually hearing somebody out makes a huge big difference um yeah one of the things I was talking about was I was um gonna go out tonight and I'm still going out tonight and actually I made little tiny notes for this this is gonna be a brief podcast but I made little tiny notes and one of the things I was gonna say is like it's gonna be fun right to go out and actually 
go out. <laughs> I'm not saying I haven't visited a restaurant. I mean, I've eaten a lot of sandwiches and frozen pizza, etc. <laughs> during this time. Especially getting off work at like 8 p.m. when I'm getting up. Getting up for work at 4 a.m. Like, I haven't exactly been like going out to dining dine in restaurants. In fact, there's one near me that just went back to takeout only again. So it's like from restaurant to restaurant, they're all handling things a little bit differently. Anyway, when I made my notes, I was like, this will be the first time in a while where I don't just get up and put on just yoga pants. Just yoga pants. Um, obviously, I don't mean like yoga pants and no top. <laughs> what I mean is the pants that I wear everywhere is some form of yoga pants. Like I'm always wearing t-shirts, yoga pants, or athletic clothing. Um, it's going to be interesting tonight to actually put on dress up clothes. And I thought when I was making my little notes, I was like, that's going to be fun. I'm going to dress up and fix my hair and makeup and all. And now that I am uh, sitting here on my couch <laughs> And I'm actually relaxed, kicked back. Of course, since I got up at 4 o'clock, 3 or 4 o'clock feels like I'm in the late night. I'm already up to 329 exercise active minutes this week. And I had about 700 exercise minutes last week. So at this moment, as grateful as I am that I'm going out, it is a Wednesday. I do get up early. Um, I'm just feeling it like I'm feeling it. <laughs> like I say, I'm like, I'm a 45 year old trainer. I am working my ass off to try to make this into a full-time job. I actually turned down two yoga classes tonight, which I normally would have just jumped right on taking those. Uh, I wanted to really keep and commit to this date with my husband. And, you know, sometimes I'm like, I catch myself saying yoga and teaching is the most important thing in my life, but it's obviously, no, it's not because my husband, that's the most important part of my life is being able to, you know, what's the point of bringing home the bacon? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Bring home the bacon. I used to be the breadwinner <laughs> and now I am a part-time worker However, I'm enjoying it a lot because I'm in better shape now than ever. I'm not saying like, if you look at the scales like that, I'm just, I'm feeling better physically. My resting heart rate is somewhere around 58 to 60 because I work out with so much cardio. I'm very strong. I'm not quite as strong as I want to be. I don't want to be like a power lifter or anything like that. I was just thinking about um, how much I want to spend more time lifting weights and spinning on the spinning bikes more often. I was thinking a lot about these things lately. Um, it's just really a challenge to keep remembering what it's like to be on the other side of the room. As much as I love group fitness, scheduling myself for like 19 to 24 classes a week and then still trying to make time to do another class. Like I've been looking into places that have Pilates that's like out of town and I want to just go and try to just do the class without even getting into the conversation about that I'm a teacher. Just go in and pretend to be a not teacher person. 
a non-teacher. Just try to try to just be a student in somewhere where the, nobody knows me. Like that would be fun, right? Um. Anyway, I have rambled for already over 16 minutes. I'm wondering, what do you do when you listen to these? When I listen to podcasts, I'm usually doing chores. And I'm like, thank God, something to, uh, something to keep me company when I'm home alone. The times I'm doing not chores, just like cleaning the house. So I'm just wondering, what do you do? Do you drive around town while you're listening to my podcast? Are you practicing yoga while you're listening to my podcast? Let me know. Um, so yeah, that covers everything I wanted to go over. I had a great, great week so far, and tomorrow is going to be just as fantastic. Uh, I've lost count of how many classes that I was scheduled for this week. I'm thinking it was 21. I thought it was 20. I think it was 21. And of course, Monday, half the classes were empty. It was the day after the Super Bowl, and people were either tired or busy, or it was Valentine's Day as well, Monday, so... Things are just up and down. The numbers are amazing in some facilities and some not so much. And what's incredible is that one of these multiple facilities, they don't even have heat. No no judgment. There's no heat in the bathroom. Like, there's no heat. So when it's really cold, which today, it's not really cold. We've got some storms coming in. So when it's really cold, you go into the bathroom. It's like everything's an icicle that's what it feels like you sit on you have to sit on the toilet guess what you're gonna sit on what feels like a little icicle (laughs) and I'm almost like what am I gonna do I need to do a fundraiser so that we can have a heater in our bathroom like this is I mean the facility's not as old as a place that should have no heat in the bathroom it's very strange to me um but anyway and then another different facility, they're obviously going through hard times because they've set it up where there's not an AED machine upstairs. They put all the uh, life-saving equipment downstairs as if not to replenish the AED machine or defibrillator that was supposed to be upstairs. It's all downstairs now. I think they just don't have the funds. Um, I'm sure that pandemic hurt multiple businesses, especially the ones that depend on people being in person attendance. So I did lift weights today for a little while on my own. I didn't get to do the things that I went into the weight room to do, even though the place wasn't super, super crowded that I went to work out in. It was more crowded than I would like to have seen it. And some of the machines that I wanted are just like machines where you, they're like these new machines where you put plates on and some people were using them for a very long time. I paced about, I ended up doing some cable exercises because that facility always has plenty of cables. So I just kind of waited and then I just sort of unfortunately gave up. I'm just, I'm having a hard time. You know what I mean? Like I'm just having a hard time with getting my personal workout in, like getting my workout in. I do plenty of workouts, but I'm always like recording a video or I'm training or doing something like, it's not really like usually my workout. So when I do go in as a student, I find myself just like hulking out. I don't want to talk. I just grunt and grumble and sometimes cuss. I'm just wanting to like get in my zone and not really be 
not that I'm not wanting to have conversation, but I just don't want to try to hear like somebody telling me a story or something. So I've gotten to where when I'm talking to people during training, especially like a weight training class, I don't try to um, get long winded too often because I know what it's like to want to be in your zone. So I only try to offer up like lightheartedness and I try to offer up like information, good knowledge. And this morning I was thinking deeply about that. I do have a lot of information to share. Like I had, I actually really love weightlifting and I know what I'm doing and I don't know. I just wish I had more clients. It's, it's just kind of like, it almost makes me want to just, <laughs> there's, there's all these other certifications. I'm trying not to like go diving right into like corrective exercise specialty and all these things because I don't want to try to splurge all the money into it. Um, I need to figure out a way to get more clients I don't know how to do that because it's, when you try to approach people, um, they're either like, I'm just going to get my information off the internet or, wow, personal training is really expensive. Or um, if they do fill out the form, they may just check the little box that they want a male trainer. I think that happens a lot. It seems that, um, I don't know, I'm just not as busy with personal training sessions as I want to be. And I really love the clients that I work with, by the way. I have much reason to say I've definitely got quality over quantity. And I would not trade that for the world. But I think this summer, what I'm going to do is just stick with the... I haven't even told them. I think I'm just going to stick with who I've worked with only. So in other words, like, come May, if you've never been my personal training client ever before... The doors are closed. But if you've been my client in the past, the doors are open. Like, just sort of take a halt. Not a halt, but like, uh, not accepting new... Like when the dentist, the dentist, you call the dentist, and they're like, I'm not accepting new patients. And they're like, well, why would you do that? Well, maybe the dentist just has a lot of patience. With the T. Not with the C at the end. And it's not that I have a lot of clients. It's just that I need to really... Uh, lean into training myself, which is why I started doing all these other extra exercises today. And then I found my energy a little bit lower than I wanted. So now I'm going to sign off of this podcast, and figure out what to wear to this date night. I picked, I picked a restaurant that's right in between. It's not fancy. It's not, um, it's not on the low end. It's not on the high end. It's right in the, it's a chain right into that level of mediocrity. <laughs> and I was actually going to get a facial, like a, a I was going to pamper myself with a facial on Monday. I canceled the appointment. As soon as I canceled, the woman who was supposed to, the esthetician, I think that's how you pronounce it, esthetician, she said, it's a good thing we canceled. Her son had the flu. And it was just like fate. I knew it. I just knew I didn't need to spend the money. I knew I didn't need to go. Um, and then I was kind of thinking, oh, well, somebody else will want this appointment because, you know, it's a, it's a spa treatment on Valentine's day and I'll need to save the money anyway. Well, as soon as I messaged her, she just needed to stay home. Her, her son had the flu, so it didn't matter. It didn't matter. 
I hope that you're um, getting some amusement out of my real life stories because uh, you can make this stuff up. And by the way, when you hear about people who are struggling and they want to get like a something special, this goes for anything. They want to buy something they don't need, whether if that's a pedicure, a t-shirt, a collector's item, a manicure, a facial spa treatment. I always come back to this episode of Frasier in my mind because sometimes people want to judge me like, oh, uh, one person actually said to me like last year, like, oh, you can't, aff- you can't afford talk therapy, you say, yet you're getting a facial, like a spa treatment. I'm like, yeah, uh, a poor extraction is like 20, a mini facial, if you upgrade to that, a total of a poor extraction, a poor extraction and a mini facial together is like $50. And I'm having to exercise at that time with a mask on for several hours a day. The time when we were having to actually, like the last time I had a facial, (laughs) we were actually having to do our cardio with our mask on. I'm talking about everything I did. (laughs) I had to teach yoga, mask still on. Um, Yeah, somebody actually brought me under judgment for that. And it was someone I was close, well, was close to at one time, I guess. And I just said, yeah, you know, talk therapy is not 50 bucks. Uh, Talk therapy is a lot more than 50 bucks because you do multiple sessions. And yeah, I said even my cat was pretty much just the cat food because the woman that gave me my cat paid for all the vet bills, paid for having the cat neutered, all the first year's vet bills completely paid for my cat. And I'm like, yeah, I can't afford uh talk therapy because the cognitive therapy is way more than 50 bucks a year which was about what I that's about what I spend on uh, my spa treatments is about 50 bucks a year and by the way I haven't had a haircut in like two or three years I'm not one of these (laughs) that um, just goes and wastes all their money and then I'm like why am I justifying myself to to them um, it's really sort of strange. I always come back to this episode of Frasier in my mind, though, I was going to say. There's this episode of Frasier where his assistant, Roz, uh, she's hit some hard times and she's afraid she's going to be homeless. And he kind of pokes fun and says, oh, well, you're going kind of far for someone with a $7 coffee or whatever it was, coffee in your hand. And when he loans her the money that she needs, he finds out she has like a manicure. Well, he does, it drives him crazy. He does kind of bring her under fire for getting her nails done. And it's like, well, if she had extra money and she paid her bills too, it was like, why can't I have one nice thing for myself? It's pretty much like, you don't think I deserve, um, that's kind of the reaction that came back. Like, if someone's on hard times, don't act like they don't deserve, like, one nice thing. Don't bring somebody under judgment um, especially like just getting a facial, <laughs> one facial, that's like 20 to 50 bucks. That doesn't mean that I have like huge amounts of money for talk therapy. <laughs> I just, I can't believe that, uh, the lack of compassion, even after the pandemic, um, it's really strange, right? Like it's like, what? <laughs> But luckily, I am in a, I was very fortunate that with my 300-hour training, and this goes for all the MVP, if you click on my website, you'll find MVP 
uh, links because I'm an affiliate, they offer free yoga therapy, which is not the same as talk therapy, but it helps you to navigate. They offer a free session of yoga therapy with your training. And right now they've got the 200 and 300 hour trainings on sale. I need to make sure and check my affiliate links and make sure they're all updated. You can check out my website at yogijules.com. That's Y-O-G-I-J-U-L-Z.com. And now I am going to get ready. <laughs> and I'm not going to put on yoga pants. I'm going to find something else uh, more appropriate to wear out on a date besides yoga pants. It's going to be weird. I don't ever go out. Like I've hit some drive throughs in the past few months randomly. However, going out, out, that's it's going to be a special occasion. <laughs> and I hope that whatever you're doing, that you're having a great day. And there's going to be more episodes coming up. And I'm going to lean more into my focus of what I'm learning about. One of the things that I have learned recently is when you're designing your own sequence, uh, try not to move your pelvis on your supporting leg from neutral into an external rotation. So if you're teaching yoga, you would never want to stand on a, a load-bearing leg and then have your whole class like open their hips and tilt and rotate their pelvis. That's something that I've actually learned like very, very recently. And that's one of the things that I really want to expand on in my next episode is um, how to maneuver through your own practice when you're practicing support poses and how to deal with supporting yourself when you're doing things on a load-bearing leg, like balance poses, and how to navigate through that. Thank you so much. Once again, I appreciate you, and I hope that you can take more appreciation out of everything in your life after you hear all of my interesting and weird stories. <laughs> Have a great day, wherever you're at. Namaste.